Welcome to another episode of When the Ink Dries, and I'm your host, Lynette Kincaid, the writing coach. Continue to listen as we write the pages of our next book. Get your pens ready. You know, I remember a time when I was running down the campus uh, sidewalk and I had all of these books in my hands, didn't have a, a book bag or a backpack or anything. Literally, I had all of these books in my hand pretending to be a college student. I really was a college student. However, uh, it just didn't seem real. Like it really didn't seem like something that I was in the flow of. I was basically doing what my mother told me that she wanted me to do. So. One of the coolest things about this particular um, school is I had an opportunity to go to a museum that was the assignment. So they said, go to the this museum in Fort Worth, Texas, and now we want you to write about what you saw. So it was this, I guess you would say this display there, this, um, I don't know what they call it in the art world, I'm a writer. So um, here I was, I was looking at this piece and it was basically where if you go on the inside of this um, display, then when you look up, you could actually see like water and it looks as if you were in a pool. So I remember working super hard on this paper and I called it skinny dipping. Um, and I basically called it that because when you went into, when you looked at the display on the outside, it looked like it was a regular swimming pool. However, when you went inside of the display, it made you feel like you were actually underwater. And I called my paper skinny dipping, and I didn't know exactly what my professor would think about me calling um, this piece, this assignment that he told us to do, skinny dipping. But one of the things that excited me is when I got the paper back, I got an amazing grade, first of all, which is shocking for me. We'll talk about that in some other episode. And the other thing was, it said, you are an author. Explore this. And I remember it just like it was yesterday. So one of the things that I want to say is I remember how I was in awe that someone could actually understand me, understand my writing, and understand where I needed to be in life and what mark I was going to leave on this society of whoever decided to read my work, my writing, my books, right? And so can I be the one to tell you today that if no one else has ever told you before that you are an amazing writer. You are a dynamic writer. So we'll talk about this in just a second after our first commercial. And the topic today is why they don't want you to write your book. Hey, best friends, did I thank you for being here with me today? Well, let me thank you right now. Thank you so much for being here with me on another episode of When the Ink Dries, where we write the pages of our next book. Do me a favor, hang tight, grab your cup of tea, and we'll be right back after this brief commercial from our sponsor.
It's the room carries high quality merchandise. Our store is filled with fashion and some of the best and up and coming brands in the business. Get Right Brands, It's Legacy, Black Bottle. We carry dressy, casual, urban wear, accessories, and more. Visit It's The Room at www.itstheroomct.com or stop by It's The Room at Connecticut Post Mall, 1201 Boston Post Road, Milford, Connecticut. Brands that matter. Barbie Hall Ministries presents Flowers for Rhonda. You can get your tickets to watch Flowers for Rhonda on Zoom for just $25. You can also pre-order your book, Heal This Mess, for $19.99 or combine them both for $35. That's Flowers for Rhonda by Barbie Hall Ministries. And we're back. Thank you so much for coming back and joining us for another episode of our first episode, excuse me, of When the Ink Dries. And today's topic is why they don't want you to write a book, why they don't want you to write a book. This episode, as well as future episodes, is dedicated to my mother, Evelyn, who passed away on June 2nd of 2021. So let's jump right into the topic, shall we? Why they don't want you to write a book. So first of all, I wanted to talk about this from my experience with this. Um, I remember when I thought about writing my book, and let me just say, when I was writing my book, I think about it and I laugh because I had so many journals. I had journaled for so long, over 10 years, if I can be honest. I was also a blogger. I always wanted to put my work out there. But um, when I told people that I was going to write my book, um, I got some negative comments. I got some negative feedback about writing my book. I wanted to tell my story. I wanted to tell, you know, my family history, how I grew up, um, because I felt that that would help other people who were currently in that situation. And so when I was telling people, hey, you know, I'm about to write a book and this is a big deal to me and things of that nature, you know, I didn't get really a lot of positive um, feedback. And so this is the reason why I wanted to have this episode first because I wanted to share with you that your writing is important. What you're putting out, what you're writing about, it's worthy to be published. So I just need to tell you that. If no one else has ever told you that, and if you've shared with someone that you were about to write a book and you got negative comments, I wanted to be that that voice of reasoning for you to let you know that whatever you're writing about right now at this very moment, someone will support your book. Someone will support your book. Now, let me tell you what I learned when I was in my writing process. What I learned in my writing process early on, I realized that, okay, you know, if no one in my 
circle is overjoyed about this, that means that I need to connect with people that have gone through this same situation. So one of the things that I done was um, I got involved in different writing and author groups. I also started different writing groups um, because one, I wanted to have that support system that cared about my writing. So I started early on um, creating that writing system um, because what I realized with writing my first book is um, it was a journey where that I was on by myself. If I told people that I felt was really close to me that I wanted to write a book and I didn't get anything but negative comments and negative um, feedback, then I was like, you know, I'm on this journey of writing my book by myself. And I didn't want to be in that place. I didn't want to have another reason to give up. One of the things that kept me going with writing my book is because I realized that if I was the first person to write my book, that meant that I needed to leave a legacy. But the other thing is, I didn't want my children to grow up thinking that their words that they could write on any piece of paper would automatically be muted. I wanted my my kids and the generations that come after this point and after that point, I wanted them to realize that they would always be able to publish a book if that's what was in their heart. They Their words mattered. And I've always wanted them to know that. And so I wanted to break the cycle of not knowing how to self-publish a book and not knowing how to write a book. And so that's why my very first book uh, was very important to me. Um, and I just wanted to share, you know, how when you feel that you're by yourself on this journey, you're really not. It's just the fact of finding someone that's going to, you know, just be by your side, regardless of who that is. That may be a writing coach. That may be your editor. Regardless of who that may be, just know that you need someone to help you through this journey. Um, and I just want to say that, you know, because now is not the time on giving up on your words. Now is not the time of giving up on what you have to say. Now is not the time to suppress the book that is inside of you. Now is the time to publish it. You know, more people are reading and I, I contribute that to COVID. Um, I contribute that to um, being in the house more, being under lockdown as we were here in Colorado for months uh, during the COVID season. But now I'm saying, you know, now is the time to write your book. Now is the time to leave a legacy. Now is the time, especially if you have children, to let your children know that, you know what, this is something that you have access to. So one of the things that I realized, and this is coming from the emotional side, and so I wanted to talk about this as well. The emotional side was me asking, you know, I would allow the 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 seeds that people would plant in my head, like asking me, 
you know, hey, who's going to read this book? You know, if you wrote a book about your family, like why, why would someone want to read about your family if they have a family? Like, why would that be necessary? Um, and so when I have potential clients that ask me that question, I laugh because I think of that was one of my questions. Um, that was one of the questions that I allowed, you know, people to say to me. And I allowed that to grow in my head. And so I want you to understand that in order for you to write a book, you have to get rid of the self-doubt. You have to tell yourself over and over and over again that one, what is your why? What is the reason that you're wanting to write the book? Why is it important? Um, and the other thing is, um, who's going to read it? That's the other question that I hear now um, as I'm doing what I do with a lot of potential clients. Um, they ask the question of, you know, who's going to read this book? If I write this book, who's going to read this book? And I have to share with you that people will read your book. It's actually, and this is the part that a lot of people don't believe when I tell you this, but there's actually a crowd of people waiting for your message. We don't believe that because we always underestimate our um, our message. You know, we always underestimate it. We always, even as we're writing our book, we always say things like, you know, um, why is this even important? Why is this even relevant? Um, I always see first-time authors, you know, some of the things that I feel like is huge, a huge part of the book, you know, these are things that they're trying to suppress and, you know, take out of the book because they're saying, well, you know, who's actually going to read this? Why is this important? And I want you to know that everything that you write is important. It may not be relevant for your current book, but save that information for your next book and the other books to come. What I've noticed about a person that writes one book, I noticed that they're capable of writing multiple books. And so this is the reason why we got to keep going early on. You can't allow um, your book to be suppressed. You can't allow your dreams of writing uh, a book to be aborted just because the people around you don't agree with your book being, you know, what they feel it should be. And I don't want you to only think about this from a book writing standpoint, although, you know, when I'm talking, that's pretty much what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact of writing your book. I'm always attempting to push you to the next level of writing your book. But I want you to understand that this goes with any major decision making that you're going to do in these times. Um, th even the fact of this podcast, even, you know, I've fought about with myself with, you know, why is this podcast even relevant? Like who's going to want to listen to a podcast about writing and, you know, grief and, you know, pain and writing through pain? Like who's going to even want to, to, um, to, to write it, to, to listen to that. And the one thing that I had to tell myself is every single thing that I talk about is relevant. And that's the part that I also want to bring up because one of the things that I realized, um, a lot of people are stopped from writing their book. I talked about self-doubt. And then I also want to talk about the intimidation piece. When we're going into the next levels of our lives, sometimes it's intimidating 
I know, I get it. I've been there. I've wore the t-shirt. I've sung in the choir about it. Intimidation is hard. It's very hard. But I don't want you to get intimidated by your book. And that's the reason why I wanted to create this podcast, because I wanted you to understand that if you write this book day by day, words by words, your words are going to eventually turn into sentences. Your sentences are going to eventually turn into paragraphs. And eventually, your paragraphs are going to turn into pages. And before you know it, you're going to have a full-fledged book, a full-fledged manuscript. So this is the reason why we have to stay focused and realize where we fit into this society. Where does this information fit into where we're going in life? Because your book is not just a book to say, you know what? I'm writing this book because it's my birthday and I've always wanted to write a book. So because of that, I'm going to release the book on my birthday. Or your book is not just to say, you know, you know, me and my friend, we had a bet and I decided that, you know, whoever wrote the book first would win the bet. Writing a book is so much bigger than that. Writing a book is basically leaving your stamp on the world. And this is the reason why you'll always hear me talk about, you know, editing. You'll always talk about, you know, um, graphic designing for your book and things of that nature, because I want you to understand that it's not just a book. Whatever you're writing is leaving a handprint, an imprint on the world. Your message is leaving a mark on this world. So you can't be like, you know, people will tell you, oh my goodness, you know, people told me this all the time. Uh, oh my goodness, you know, you you talk a lot, you do these um, videos and you know what, you should literally do a YouTube channel. And when I started my YouTube channel based on listening to someone else, guess who was there? You hear that? You hear that? Can y'all hear that? No one. It was no one but me there. And that's another thing. You can't allow people to talk you into something that you don't have a full purpose as to why you're doing it. You have to be ready for this thing called writing a book. You have to be ready for that. You have to get your mind set ready for writing your book. I do want to also share with you that when you look in the mirror after listening to this podcast, I want you to know that the person that you see in the mirror, that's a writer. The person that you see in the mirror, that's an author. And I'm passionate about what I talk about with this writing because I understand that it's a lot of authors that are there and we see those authors and we're like, oh my goodness, you know, their book is amazing and they're amazing and blah, 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 right? But the only difference between them and you is the fact that they self-published or they published and you didn't. That's the only difference, babies. That's it. The only difference is you published 
They published and you didn't. That's it. But when I tell you that your book will always find success when you find the purpose of your book, what is the purpose of your book? What is your why? Why did you want to write a book? And if you have a significant reason as to why you're writing a book, your book will always be successful. You'll always find new opportunities with your book. You'll always find reasonings as to why your book is relevant and who needs your book. But a lot of us struggle with it because we feel that we need, for example, for me, my first book, Yes, I had a very good reason as to why I wanted it. I wanted to write my first book because I didn't want, you know, teenagers to make the same mistakes that I made as a teenager. So that was the reason that I wrote the book. However, once the book came to into fruition, I was more so like, oh, you know, I'm the first person in my family to write a book, you know. And so it took away this my mindset when I wrote the book, yes, I'm writing it for teens that I don't want to make the same decision. However, by the time that I got the book in my hand, it all of a sudden became more of a validation piece. And can I tell you that you don't need validation, babies. You don't need validation. You already have validation. You were validated when God created you. You were validated when you sit down and you decided to write your book. But me, with my first book, um, I was more of a, hey, look at me. I'm the first one in the family to do this. And it was such a waste of time. (laughs) Can I just tell you that? It was such a waste of time to try to prove to people that, oh my goodness, you know, I'm doing amazing because I was able to write a book. And oh my goodness, look at these people that's from another country writing my book. And all of that was stupid reasons. All of it. Yes, I sold copies of the book, but the success that I could have received from my first book, it didn't happen because I didn't use the significant reason as to why I wanted to write a book in the first place to help catapult me forward. Then again, with the second book, same thing. Had a good reason as to why I'm writing the book. Great place. You know, the book was um, in order to inspire my coworkers, you know, to let them know that with or without a job, you're still relevant, right? But then, Even after that book, an amazing book, co-workers buying it off the shelves. And then once I got it in my hand here again, I'm wanting validation again. I want people to see that, oh my goodness, look at you. You're just like your mother. You're able to write. You're able to, you're educated. And look at you. You're doing something that no one else in the family has done, right? Again, looking for validation, okay? But if you stick with the purpose of why you're writing a book, then that audience will be drawn to you. They'll automatically want to purchase your book based on the fact that 
okay, she's writing this book for a good cause or they're writing this book for a great cause. Or, oh my goodness, this is something that definitely needs to be used in the community, right? But a lot of times we're only focusing on the book when it's so many opportunities that come from the book. So many opportunities that comes well beyond the book. So don't just focus on the book. Yes, you're capable of writing a book, but don't just focus on that. So here's another part of what I want to share with you. And this is my final piece. You know, I feel like I'm doing a little sermonette on this podcast. It's so funny. But here's my final point. Why they don't want you to write a book. One When you're writing a book, you have to be very, very careful about who you share this information with. You know, are you sharing that you're writing a book with someone that's going to help you take your book forward? Do they have connections in the book industry to help you um, put your book forward? And we never think about that when we're attempting to write a book. You know, when we say we're going to write a book, we start telling and sharing that information with sometimes all the wrong people. You know, for example, why they don't want you to write a book. Is it your family members that don't want you to write a book? Is it coworkers that don't want you to write a book? Is it your best friends? Because we tend to listen to them as well right? Have they, have you told them that you were going to write a book and they gave you all negative comments and, you know, they had nothing positive to say? And most of the time, some people don't want you to write a book because they're intimidated by who you are right now. You know, look at you. You already have a good job. You have a good man. Some of you, You know, you have a a nice car that you're driving around town and then you're, you got the nerve to add a book to that. Like, seriously, are you kidding me? Okay. Some people can't stand to see your success. They can't see, they can't stand to see your overall success, less known adding a book to that. Right. So that's the first thing. You have to understand that everybody doesn't want to see you successful, success in general. Forget the part about the book, but just success in general. And sometimes these are the people that you grew up with. These are the people that you're serving God with every Sunday at church. These are your friends that maybe you went to school with could be a coworker, but now is not the time to listen to them. Now is not the time to make, let, allow them to make you feel intimidated. Let me tell you why your book matters. Your book matters because I always think about my grandmother And in my last book, Letters to Mom, you hear me talking about my mom a lot. And you'll also hear me talking about, um, I wrote about my grandmother and my great-grandmother. 
And one of the coolest things about my grandmother is I realized, I realized that my grandmother, she was up early in the morning cooking breakfast for us. And then in the afternoon after school, like it was never a time that I came home from school and it wasn't a meal made. And my grandmother done that, you know, and it wasn't no such thing in my grandmother's kitchen as, you know, like the biscuits that you would open from a can. Like that's blasphemy in in my grandmother's kitchen, right? And I think about all the things that she done for us. I think about all the stories that she told us about, you know, how she paid off her house, her first and only house by cleaning up another person's house and cooking for other people's children. And the one thing that I can remember about my grandmother, I can't Google my grandmother. Yes, she was very relevant. She took care of us, but it's nothing other than her obituary online, if that, right? And I want us to do better. I want us that's able to listen to this podcast right now at this very moment. I want us to start sharing our stories. I want us to understand that We're not in my grandmother's time where they really didn't care about reading a book, less known writing a book. We're not in those times anymore. We're in the times where our generation, our current generation, they're Google junkies. They're Googling everything. Will your grandchildren be able to Google you? your great nieces, your great nephews, will they be able to Google you? Will your children be able to Google you? If you die today, will they be able to Google you? And this is the reason why I challenge you to start writing your story. I challenge you today to start writing your book. Your book is important. Your words are important. And this is the one thing that people will not tell you. Based on this economy, you may not be able to um, do what you used to do as far as travel and buying gas and things of that nature. But here's the one thing that you're able to do. You'll always be able to write and sell your book. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I am Lynette Kincaid, the author and writing coach, and you've listened to another episode of When the Ink Dries. So it looks like we've come to the end of our chapter, but definitely not the end of our book. Stay tuned for another episode of When the Ink Dries, where we write the pages of our next book. Until then. Thank you for joining us for another episode of When the Ink Dries, the podcast that helps you write the pages of your next book. If you haven't already, be 
sure to register for our two-day writing conference in Denver, Colorado, March 3rd and 4th. 2023 visit iwriteconference.com that's iwriteconference.com for more details see you in colorado